Hello, welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 50. I am your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave, again, for a second time on a Sunday night. Episode 50, I can't believe I've done 50 of these things. Uh, I know I ramble a lot, but I can't believe I even found 50 things to talk about, but Hopefully I can keep on finding things to ramble about and you guys can keep finding reasons to listen to me ramble, but I don't know. It's it's kind of shocking to me. I can't imagine what I've even talked about for 50, 50 podcasts. But I did want to get a second episode in tonight because I said in the last episode, next Sunday is Sunday's my best night to do these things. I got to get up early. Uh, Monday morning to go to the Kodak Film Walk in Nashville, so I don't know that I'll get any podcast done next Sunday night, so I wanted to at least get in two tonight. In the last episode, I was talking about my first zine, my first photo zine, and one thing I mentioned in that podcast was, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure what this whole photo zine thing was about. And I definitely recommend everyone go online and look at some examples of what other people are doing as far as photo zines. Because if you're unsure about it or you don't think you can do it, it will give you uh, the courage to realize you can do it because there's no rules. It's kind of, that's the awesome thing about it. There's no rules about these zines. Like everyone approaches it differently. Everyone does it differently. There's no set standard. So it's like wide open for you to do whatever you want to do with zines. Print it however you want. Whatever format you want. It's like literally there's there's no rules. So I think it's it makes it extremely interesting and also takes a lot of the stress out of it because this shouldn't be a stressful thing. These are supposed to be easy, fun little projects that you can sell really cheap and get your photography out there. I feel like that's the main bonus of this type of format is that it allows you to show kind of a complete part of your work, like a a certain theme you tackled or, or whatever, and able to display that in one cohesive sort of project that people can buy for really cheap, get an idea of what you do, and uh, hopefully appreciate it. And if they don't appreciate it, they don't have a lot of money in it, so they're not gonna get that mad at you, right? So like, (laughs) so so in this episode, I kind of wanted to talk about, uh, I kind of talked about the, the technical things that I went through with doing my first zine in the last episode. This. I wanted to talk more about like the whole creative side of it and the you know how I approached it and you know what uh and I, I don't even know if it's any good like this scene might not even be that good but it's my first attempt at it and I quite enjoyed the way it has come out but you know and being able to do it all myself was another big thing I I feel like with zines the more you can do yourself I think it's more in the spirit of a zine. It's all DIY, do it yourself. 
It's like in the old. It's like you know. It's like a lot of bands these days are doing everything DIY because the technology is there for them to record their own albums and release their own albums without anybody else interfering. It's a true end product put out by the artist, and I feel like that's what the nice thing that zines do. This isn't. I was able to do my first zine. It's a complete product, printed out by me, folded by me, bound by me. Like I,、uh, you know, my fingerprints are all over this, this zine, and I feel like that's kind of more the spirit of where it needs to be, anyway. So let me tell you about my first zine.、Uh, I have talked on、uh, several podcasts about how my photography is all over the place, and I don't know that I have a style or a theme that I've really tackled.、Uh, but this one was easy because. This is one theme I have sort of tackled, and all the photos, even though they were taken over several years, they all made sense together. And it's basically all photos that I took on beach vacations with my family.、Uh, we don't travel a whole lot because of my work schedule and our finances. I am not a guy that gets to travel the world and go to these amazing national parks and amazing. Landscapes and take these breathtaking vistas of in photography. I have to deal with the hand I'm dealt and try to make photography happen in more of a mundane life that I have to live because of my work schedule and our financial situation. So,、uh, but we do manage to make it to the beach once a year, and the beach that we go to is. A very small beach town. It's not very touristy. I mean, it's starting to get a little more popular in the last couple of years. But when we first started going there, there was literally days where we were out on the beach and had the whole beach to ourselves as a family the entire time. I never saw any other human beings other than an occasional walk by by some other local or whatever. So it's really an awesome, really chill place. So I started taking photos of this place. With that in mind,、uh, more of a, a desolate sort of beach,、uh, not like what maybe most people are used to seeing from beach vacations.、Uh, tons of people all over the beach and bikini-clad women. I mean, I'd love to take pictures of bikini-clad women, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but. But this is a situation where you know, I, I appreciated the loneliness and the、uh, sort of desolate aspect of this beach, and I took a lot of photos、uh, for the first couple years we started going to this location on a hoga, and I, it's just amazing the way the hoga handled this light, as much light as was there. There was even times I was shooting like 400 ISO film, and it just with tons of light, and it didn't really get blown out. Like、uh, I was just, I don't know, it was something about that. I just had a lot of hoga shots from this beach, because、uh, when we first started going there, I was in a huge hoga phase anyway. So、uh, yeah, so basically, I had a ton of hoga beach shots that sort of、uh, put out this vibe of this sort of like. Desolate, sort of lonely, sort of beach 
uh, theme. And so that's what I chose for my first photo zine because it was easy. Like it was the maybe the one unifying project that I've ever had. And I didn't like approach this as a project. I didn't have this in my mind. But looking back at photos, I just saw that there's a theme here. Like all these photos taken over several years of our beach vacations all had this sort of similar feel. So it made it really easy to compile these into a single uh, photo zine with a, a single theme. Uh, so basically I decided to title it Plastic Beach. And, you know, it might not be the best title in the world, but the whole point of it was that this, all these beach shots were taken with a simple plastic camera and a plastic lens. So I didn't really want to make it sound like beach was artificial but or that it didn't have life and it didn't I mean this place definitely recharges my batteries and uh, it provides all sorts of great times for me and my family so I didn't I don't want it to sound negative but the fact is all these photos were taken on a simple plastic camera with a plastic lens so I chose the title plastic beach and that's the title of my first zine, and it's all photos taken over several years of family vacations on a very lonely beach on a Holga. So I started thinking about just how much these photos kind of mean to me a little bit because, you know, I have been taking my family there since my kids were very, very young. There was one time we were there and we had a one of my my youngest child was literally just a couple months old. It didn't stop us from going. We we worked around it. And it's just been a, a good uh, family thing that we do every year for ourselves because we don't get to travel much. And, you know, it's funny, even though these photos don't include my family and they seem sort of desolate and lonely, they still all bring back good memories for me. And, uh, you know... The strange thing about putting this zine together was, you know, I had to leave out some photos because I decided to, you know, on a certain size and I wanted to make it. I had to leave out some photos that I thought were actually better work, but they didn't fit the story. And I kind of wanted to like more tell a story of a, of a day at the beach, sort of. So I had to, you know, put some in that I normally wouldn't be as proud of and leave some out that I am more proud of because they just didn't, there was no way to fit it where it told the story properly. And I feel like that's kind of a, the thing about a zine. You don't necessarily have to tell a story, but if you can, I think it's, I think it's a, a, a positive uh, thing that makes it seem more cohesive. So I end up putting some shots in that I'm not the most proud of and left some shots out that I'm more proud of just to make make the zine better for the just for the you know for the benefit of this body of work I guess and you know the thing about like beach photos is there's a lot of stereotypical I don't know just cliche shots at beaches and I'm guilty of that. Like even in the zine, there's some cliche beach shots. There's, you know, things that uh, probably hundreds of other thousands, millions of other photographers have taken. But 
and I almost didn't want to include those, but I decided I had to because it was part of the story. And, you know, uh, I don't really worry about cliches anymore or whether something's been overdone. It's still my vision, my eye, or whatever. Like, I mean, I also play music, and there's very few chord progressions that haven't been done by somebody at some point somewhere, right? Uh, but you just have to make it your own. And so that's kind of where I approached from approached this on, on my zine. Uh, one thing that did get me thinking about all this is, I don't know how many of you all are in the same situation I am in, but you don't have to be a world traveler in exotic locales all the time to take good photography. I think uh, if you're poor and work full-time like I do and have a wife and kids and you don't get all the opportunities some of these guys that are single and loaded with money can go and travel the world and take all these photos you know what make the best of your situation and uh you know if you can make something uh great out of something mon uh, mundane or you think is mundane or is part of your normal life i feel like there's a huge benefit to that and you know, how many more photos do we need to see of these national parks anyway, or these exotic locales? They all, I don't know, just saying, like, I get, I get, I get down sometimes about these, about the fact that my photography locations are somewhat limited, but just got to make the best of it, you know, and uh, that's what I try to do, and if you're in my situation, I hope you try the same. It doesn't, you don't have to be uh, in beautiful places all the time to take great photos. So, yes, try a zine out. Uh, I'm going to try to put on my Instagram, like, uh, kind of flip through the pages uh, of the zine so you can kind of see it. Uh, but you can see my photography on Mike Gutterman Photography on Facebook at Gutterman Photo on Instagram. You can email me at guttermanphoto at gmail.com. Everyone stay positive. Take some cool film photos. Make a zine. All right. See ya. <laughs>